Life is a journey, and eventually, all roads come together. You're listening to Breaking Camp, conversations focusing on our passion for the outdoors, everyday life, learning new things, and growing as people. I'm Bryce Ginther. And I'm Aaron Brenneman. And this is Breaking Camp. Welcome. You're listening to Breaking Camp Podcast. This is episode 11. I'm Aaron. And I'm Bryce. Hey, Bryce. Hey. Uh, so this episode, we're going to do some stuff a little bit differently. All right. I like it. Shake it up. And I kept on telling you, like, uh-huh. don't look it up. Don't duck, duck, go it. Yeah. Don't he- even check it. Yeah, because I saw the, obviously, our notes that we share. We do do a little a little bit of planning. Yeah, but you said specifically in the notes, it says next to it, do not Google this. Do <laughs> not Google it. Don't look it up. So I, I got thinking about this mm. yesterday and today for mm-hmm. a couple of reasons. Do you know what October 18th is? No. October 18th is Alaska Day. Oh, all right. Yeah. Sounds like a pretty neat day, huh? I, I'm down. I love Alaska. Do you have any idea? I love Alaska, too. And that's why I kind of thought, you know, like, mm-hmm. Alaska's outdoorsy. It's mm-hmm. rugged. Yeah. Like, we were talking about it earlier. I said, have you been to Alaska? Mm-hmm. You, I think you said no. And I, I said, do you ever think about it or plan to? Well, and no. What, I, were we, what were we talking about? I have been to Alaska. Oh, you have? Yes. Oh, yeah. Because you go every year I, you did. I only went once okay. so far. But our, our church used to send a trip or a team up there to help a... Kids yeah. camp open up uh, for the summer. Dewinterize yeah. sort of a thing. Yeah. yeah, so I went on that. Okay, so you've been there. It's mm-hmm. rugged. Mm-hmm. And I said something along the lines of go to Alaska, and by go, I mean homestead. Yeah, so we <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about- Dump it all. Would Let's Amy go, go to Alaska? And I said, she doesn't love Alaska. Like, she doesn't have a desire to go to Alaska. And then that's when you're just like, when I mean, when I say go to Alaska, I mean homestead. I'm like, yeah, homestead. Amy's out. Amy's yeah. out on this. Yeah. Okay. So Alaska, I love Alaska. I've been there a couple times. I mm-hmm. went up a number of years ago and just explored around Anchorage and Kenai Peninsula and mm-hmm. went up to Talkeetna and Eagle River and just kind of spent some time, rented a car, drove around. And people think people think that's weird when you just are like, I'm going to go on vacation by myself <laughs> and check out a place. In Alaska. I was like, it sounds <laughs> glorious. Wasn't there a book about that, Into the Wild, I think? <laughs> yeah. Look out for the berries. Yeah. Um, there's controversy over that. We'll we'll catch we'll we'll, we'll add that someday. to the topics later. Yeah. This yeah. is how we get off. This is just rabbit. My hole. bad. Just rabbit trails <laughs> my, everywhere we go. My bad. You know. So uh, Alaska Day, mm-hmm. October eighteenth. Okay. Have any idea, any thoughts, what that maybe is? The day it became a state. Um. No. Close. Okay. But it did become a state January third, nineteen fifty nine. Okay. Not very close. Then. Well, <laughs> what Alaska Day celebrates, it's yeah. a legal holiday in Alaska, uh-huh. and it celebrates, celebrates, I use that in quotations, uh-huh. right, the formal transfer of the territory of Alaska from Russia to the United States. Mm. So, okay. I've, I've been to Alaska a couple times. I'm, I've been reading, uh, there's a book I've been reading called Saga of a Bold Land, Alaska Saga of a Bold Land. And what I was really interested in was what's the early history of Alaska, right? Because mm-hmm. I've been there. Mm-hmm. I, I, I took a cruise up there a few years back and went up to Juneau, Ketchikan, Skagway, mm-hmm. and, and toured around. My kind of vacationing is not go do the zip line. Yeah. Take the helicopter to the glacier. Like okay. I went to the museums of and course. the libraries. 
Yeah. And I went with my dad, and it was great. It's right okay. up his alley, too, you oh. know? You're both like, hmm, well, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So we went yeah. to, like, the Tongas National Forest uh, <laughs> Museum. We went to a number of museums. Just yeah. I, I'm looking in the guidebooks in these towns of, like, what can we go do for $3 right. and just learn some stuff? Because that sort of history is, is sure. fascinating to me. So got back, and I was looking for, like, the early origins, right? You know, because okay. we know the Native people, right? And yep. they're, they're huge history of Native people. But there's also been Spanish exploration there. There's hmm. been Russian exploration there. Mm-hmm. So I'm reading Alaska, Saga of a Bold Land, and it, I'm not very far into it, but it covers those early um, uh, teams that would go there, and the cartography like exploration teams, exploration teams. teams. Yeah. There's missionary teams. There's uh-huh. all this sort of development uh-huh that's done um, by missionary teams to go to these areas, right? And, okay. and, and, and spread the word to the natives and stuff like that. So fascinating to me. So Alaska Day is celebrated uh, October 18th because that's the formal day of the transfer. So I was thinking about this. And also today, just on my way over here, mm-hmm. I saw that Alaska had a major earthquake. Did today? you see that? Today. No. Yeah. So it's, huh. you know, it's a big deal. When it can be the top headline on Google News. What? Yeah. So there was an earthquake. I think it was like a 7.5. Uh, yeah, 7.5 earthquake off the coast of Alaska triggered a tsunami alert. Uh-huh. You bet. And so um, I was like, oh, Southwest it, this is a line in here. This has given me some things to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Right. But now it appears all is okay. The tsunami warning has been canceled. Uh, so we're about six hours away. later. Um, but I, I got thinking about it and I was like, you know, I like Alaska. Let's talk about Alaska a little bit. It's outdoorsy. Um, it's wild. It's rugged. Um, mm-hmm. so I figured I would come up with some Alaska facts. Maybe we oh. do a little Alaska quiz. Okay. All right. All right. Carrying well, the quiz just, further. The, the like quiz it. theme continues yes. tonight. So, um, we already talked about what year it became a state. Yep. Right. So we talked about Alaska Day, October 18th. The official uh, date of the Alaska Purchase is another word for that, right? Uh-huh. When we purchased it, uh, Alaska, from the Russian Empire. How much do you think the United States bought Alaska for? <sighs> Dang in, it. On. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, on. Uh, What's this? I didn't mean to interrupt you. That's okay. The, uh, in 1867. Now I have heard this in school at some point. And I, I I tripped on my words there a little bit because the the date of the purchase and there was a formalization of the transfer. Okay, so that's where that's where it got. The, uh, they Alaska didn't have Day Apple celib- Pay back it, then. No, it wasn't a Venmo. You uh, get it. We're done. Yes, we're yes. Out, Venmo me. It just send me. Uh. <laughs> there was no Bitcoin. Yeah. Right. This is right. all. It probably like uh, <coughs> telegraphs, maybe if they had that. I don't know. What? I'm gonna. Okay, this so the amount a... it was, we the United States paid the Russian Empire for the territory of Alaska. Okay, and okay, so this 1867. was eighteen sixty seven. Eighteen sixty seven. I'm gonna say it was. I'm just gonna like go with my gut. Oh, okay. Okay, uh, five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Um. 
a little bit more than that, $7.2 million. Okay, I was just like literally shooting in the dark there. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, 500000 like It's, it's hard to inflation adjust for 1867. <laughs> that's what I was trying to go backwards. Like, <laughs> what would be a huge amount then? Yeah. In that's... 1867, how much was a gallon of milk? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Point zero zero four cents. Like they never had a gallon. You know, they it was always bigger, you know, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Wonder um, if it was a two liter jug. Yeah, something different. It was like the size of whatever glass blowing guy made his jugs that size or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So uh yeah, so we got seven point two million dollars. And that's for that was for how many acres would oh, you Oh man. Would you guess? It's millions. It's millions of acres. Oh gosh! Oh well, you said it was seven point two million dollars, right? Mm-hmm. So it was seven point two million acres. Seven point two. No, I have no idea. <laughs> Just tell me. I don't know. <laughs> well, see, the thing is, this is fascinating radio because I don't even have the answer in know. acres. But here's what I have: the purchase added five hundred and eighty-six thousand four hundred and twelve square miles of new Holy territory smokes. to the United States. Which is two cents per acre. Okay. Well, 14 million acres, right? So it'd be... Oh, no, two... Oh, two. See, this is where my math see, Matt, is terrible. I'm awful at it. I'm going to get the abacus out. Mm-hmm. Start can, moving can, this. Can, can, what we, can we do this in common core math? Have I, <laughs> have I ever told you, like, this is uh, when I'm... This is a perfect example of when my math utterly fails me. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'll be talking with a friend, and they'll be, you know whatever numbers come up and i'm like i don't know like <clears throat> a two and a seven and like that's 14 and you're like no no like <laughs> that's not right <laughs> so if it's two cents per acre right yeah that means we're getting 50 <clears throat> acres per dollar <laughs> 50 so that's acres seven million times 50 which yeah. would be 3.5 trillion 3.5 trillion acres and if i'm wrong send us an email please Breaking fact podcast at gmail.com i would like you to show your work three point <laughs> <laughs> and if you had sketched this out like in uh oh, man. that that one matt damon movie you know where yeah. there's the whole whiteboard thing like yeah. that's what goodwill hunting see. goodwill hunting <laughs> yes that's awesome <laughs> so uh yeah mm-hmm. so that's 7.2 million dollars for I don't know how many acres, but 586,412 square miles. So that's Alaska fact number one mm. pertaining to Alaska Day yesterday. See, here's the thing. I got. Uh, I had to temper my excitement for Alaska Day. <laughs> the more I researched it, oh, because there's some controversy. Okay. Right? Wait. Could okay. you imagine any controversy over this? Well, is this... When I mean, basically, you know, exploiting the oil up there, or or Ex- exploiting the peoples, the peoples, right? So the it's Inuit protested pe- by yeah. Alaska natives uh, who view the holiday as a celebration of the violence <clears throat> used to take away their land. Native organiz- organizers mm-hmm. assert that the land was not Russia's to sell in the first place. Therefore, the sale of the land to the U.S. As, is illegitimate. Oh man! So now, I was like, "That's Native yeah. Alaskans." Is this Inuit or is this different? Is there a different? Uh, I'm gonna. There are this. a number of indigenous people of Alaska. Oh. They include. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna butcher these if I say it. Okay. But the Tingit are one. The Haida are one. 
Yupit or one, Eliut or one. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of them. Um, and that was some of them. There was a lot in the museums that we went to. Yeah. But the lesson is, there's a museum here in, in the Portland area that I don't know if it's open anymore, but it was. it's only open on Wednesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. That's good for business. Well, it's like, it's a guy's hobby, right? Okay. Some people have a, their own personal hobby museum. Some people have a hobby podcast. <laughs> yeah. Here we are, open from 5 till 9. On... <laughs> Touche. Okay. Uh, on with your museum. So, okay, so this what this guy's museum is, is that it's uh, it's reproductions of native kayaks oh cool super cool right yeah i think we should go do a live show this that guy would make a great ho- <laughs> a great guest sometime uh, maybe maybe i don't know <laughs> maybe just a phoner yeah <laughs> hey man how's it going like we'll feel it out like we'd love to come and talk to you and see your museum and it's like yeah okay well maybe we come just... on come on down oh you can I, i'm sorry five to seven on wednesday evenings or by appointment. Or by appointment only. Because I, I would, uh, I used to go over in the area of like Mount Tabor, I guess. Is that where the water yeah. thing is? Yeah. There? And so Bull it's just run, right down the road from there because I would go up there and run around on that. Yeah. It's just right down the road. So I don't, I'll, we'll, I'll look into that. I think that'd be great. Yeah. See if we can get a phoner. Isn't that Bull Run, the water thing up there? Bull Run? Or Bull Run's up here by our house. Bull, Isn't it? On the Bull Run. I don't know. Anyway, the name of that Mount Tabor uh, reservoir. Maybe that's where water. the water is coming from. Maybe. I don't remember. Nah. Well, anyway. Again. Somebody fact check us, please. About, <laughs> how much do we know about our own city? <laughs> water. If you know anything about uh, the city's water source or name or this museum, or you've been there since. My York. water comes from a well. That's all I know. So does mine. Yeah. Um, all right. Side note. Yes. Here's the thing I was thinking about the other day. Is that every time I leave my house, yeah. I get to drive by, within like 100 meters, I'm driving by a pasture full of cows and about <laughs> 30 <laughs> alpacas. Yeah. And I thought, uh, like, we were talking, I think, in a few episodes ago, what's this whole thing about, right? And we're talking about what are the metrics of a quality life, right? And right. like r- defining that beyond just um financial success which is kind of what our system is built around and, mm-hmm. and an easy way to quantify that mm-hmm. one of the things that i thought is that you know if i get to drive by cows and alpacas yeah every day whether it's here or somewhere else right. like that's a quality metric that enhances my uh the quality of my life like it puts a smile on your face just driving past every them. time yeah because I don't know if you were out there when the baby was born or you see I think I maybe sent you some pictures right? I was there Oh, no, you sent me pictures, and then I drove past shortly after, and I saw this baby, and I'm like, wow, they are gangly yeah. looking. Super gangly. But it's awesome. So I but drive they make by you giggle. Them. Yeah, that's fine. Every time I wave, you know, we got them in our pasture. The cow's a big sign at the neighbor's that says bulls for rent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rent, rent a couple bulls. Yeah. Just, yeah. All right. You know, you get too many telemarketers coming to your door, maybe you just rent a bull. And just <laughs> that's right. Tie I'm it not sure that's porch. what they're renting them for. Oh, is that... <laughs> That's not know. it? I don't know. I mean, uh, maybe. I mean, Halloween decorations. They would probably rent them for any purpose if they're gonna if you're gonna pay the rate, you know. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Hey, we're I gonna have know. a party. Can we rent a bull? You know? What do you think? A little yeah. pasture ornament. I right? should ask him. He's a good guy. Mm-hmm. I've met him. <laughs> maybe if we have if we ever have a breaking camp event, we could rent a bull, uh, you know, for Quite that. Po- yeah. Speaking of, yes. Head over to our Patreon. Hey. <laughs> Join us, and you can go out uh, fishing or camping with us. But anyway, so I actually did meet the neighbor that has the bulls. 
Okay. I'm going to give you one guess how I met him. Okay, you met him because he had a garage sale. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Yeah, uh, I'm starting to catch on to this game. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you one guess, garage sale. <laughs> one, yeah, one guess, garage sale. Okay, so speaking, so we had an earthquake today in Alaska, right? Triggers a tsunami warning. Yeah. There is a, uh, in on March 27th, 1964, mm-hmm. North America's strongest recorded earthquake occurred in Alaska. What would you guess the magnitude to be on the Richter scale? Okay, so this, today's was 7.5. 7. 7.5. That's huge. Keep in mind, it's not a linear scale, right? The right, more it's you exponential. Go up, exponential. Yes. Okay, so 7.5, I, I mean, I'll just go 7.8. North America's strongest recorded earthquake. 7.8. 9.2. No way. Yeah. No way. Rocked central Alaska. Yeah. Uh, when I was up there outside of uh, Anchorage touring around, I went to Whittier. Okay. You ever heard of Whittier, Alaska? No. It's uh, it's an old, like it's the farthest north point on the inside passage. So like cruise ships will head up there. But it was like a military town back in the 60s, prior to this, mm-hmm. completely like demolished and tsunami. Hmm. Uh, but there's a lot of the infrastructure in the buildings still there. So yeah. imagine like a massive military housing or a hospital. Oh yeah. Still there, just chain link fenced off. Weird. And so it's cool. There's a there's a saying, I want to get the shirt. We might have to beep this. But the shirt says there's nothing <laughs> than waking up in Whittier. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but I thought it was a cool town. Huh. So I got some neat pictures. So that's a nine point two rocks central Alaska. Each year Alaska has a lot of earthquakes. Approximately how many would you say they have? Uh, each year? Each year. Alaska has a lot of earthquakes. Really? Yep. I did not know that. I don't know. I mean, let's say if there was... this. Is, I don't want to do math again on, on mic. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just going to go... Just throw out a number. I'm going to go 15. Approximately 5,000 earthquakes. No, this is fake. No. Are you serious? Real? Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> I was like, Wrong. one a month. I'm like, no, nah, I'll throw in a few extra. No, that includes 1,000 that measure over 3.5 on the Richter scale. Okay, Alaska. What's okay. going on? Get Alaska your stuff handled. Fun facts. So, um, Alaska covers almost one sixth of the total area of the United States. Yeah, I have heard that. You've heard that one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here we go. So, did you know that the biggest salmon ever caught came from the Kenai River? Uh, it doesn't surprise me. Okay. Um, what would you. Guess the the weight of that fish was. Oh my gosh! <clears throat> so it's going to be over a hundred, um, and I'm going to go 125 pounds. Mm, just under a hundred, ninety-seven point five pounds. Dang it! Yeah. Do you? Could you imagine? Pounds. That's a hundred pound salmon. Oh. I mean, for all intents and purposes, right? And and that was not caught with new mm-mm, gear. Mm-mm. They don't well, run at ninety-seven pounds anymore. So a friend of mine has a stuffed salmon like the back in the old days when they used to actually use the fish yep you know yeah but they fill it with whatever foam or something yeah but the fins are the real fish um how much i think it was 60 oh dang it was enormous i mean this must be a little bit older friend yeah yeah a little bit because it wasn't within the last 20 years or mm -mm, something mm -mm. back in the day his it was either him or his wife caught it um, I think it was his wife because they were up there. They were missionaries up there for a while. 
dude, this thing is gargantuan. Mm. And um, we he brought it to a sportsman's banquet one year, a couple years, and he would just bring this fish with him. Oh, wow. And dude, it's, it, you're like, you think it's fake. Yeah. He's like, dude, this was it. This wow. is huge. It's just massive. 60 so, pounds would be huge. Because even if you massive. catch a 25, 30 pounder, that is a huge fish these days. Right, right. And then yeah. four times that. Yeah. Massive. Some of those pictures of back in the day. They just get deep. Yeah. Oh, gosh, dude. Mm. Imagine the steaks on that thing. If you cut that into steaks or just a big old filet. I mean, that thing thing would be enormous. You'd need a big barbecue for that. (laughs) Yeah. I guess that's why they would hang them and dry them and smoke them that way. Because they didn't have a trigger that big? Is that why? They make a barbecue that big. (laughs) Um, Are you able to name the five types of salmon species that thrive in the waters of Alaska? Okay, so you have... Chinook, Chinook, yeah, which is a king salmon. King salmon, yeah. Uh, coho, mm-hmm. sockeye, okay. Um, uh, what's it called? Dogfish, chum salmon, chum salmon, yeah. And um, why am I think I'm blanking on the last? It's one. a color. Oh, pink, pink the pinks, salmon. yeah. Yep. Nice. There you go. Yep. Awesome. How many glaciers do you think there are in Alaska? <laughs> you kidding me? Five million. Five million. <laughs> I don't know. I would say a uh, hundred thousand is correct. A <laughs> hundred thousand. A hundred thousand. I mean, but if you just give well, if it there's a few a, years, we'll be down to a hundred. If there's a trillion, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> if there's a trillion acres, wasn't it trillion something? Three trillion. Yeah, acres. That could be wrong, but I'm gonna Google that fact. <sighs> okay, so go I, ahead, do the math. If here. we're gonna do a trillion ac- uh, acres. And you say there's a hundred thousand glaciers, okay? I I can start to kind of like, I can go along with that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This is the episode where everybody's like, "Oh, we know why Bryce didn't teach math." Okay. I don't know. All right. So we have a uh, one hundred thousand glaciers, and that's an estimate because who can count? I mean, all? and then you probably have people arguing on Facebook about are they connected? Is it two? Is it one? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Where are the borders of these yeah. glaciers, right? Right. Did you know that statistically, Alaska has more annual missing person reports than anywhere else in the country? Does not surprise me. Twice <laughs> the national average. What is the national average? I don't, oh, I, I don't. Stopped. I don't know. <laughs> Touche. But I fired back right there. I know. Yeah, I know. This is. This is don't like look I, it up, Bryce. So this is what you get. Okay. <laughs> oh, this was not intended. This was intended to be fun. This, so here's the thing. So I, when I teach, I teach uh, some uh, wilderness skills classes, mm-hmm. and I will do right before the final. I'll do like a we'll go through everything that we've covered in class, and I'll create a hundred questions, mm-hmm. and then the students will go around, and I'll put numbers in a hat, and they'll pick one out. And I think oh, it is the funnest game to cover all oh, the stuff. Ter- they're <laughs> terrified. Yeah. They're looking at me like deer in the headlights. Like, one question. <laughs> Seven, <laughs> and I'm like, come on, this is great, and I'm throwing candy at them if they get it right, because I want it to be lively. They know? don't know they're gonna pass the class or get an A, just by no, participating. Correct. Yeah, you they think the pressure's on. And yeah. I'm gonna grade them and give them a C because they don't know the answer. Now that is to a the good... five mechanisms of heat transfer. <laughs> yeah. You know, but it's a good teacher right there. You you know you're gonna give them an A. Because they participated in the final, but they're scared to death because they're like, yes. "I'm gonna fail in one question." Yes, is, and then then you don't understand the like the family stress because mom and dad are paying oh. for school, and if if I don't pass, they're gonna kick me yeah. out. You know? Yeah, 
Here you are, like, let's have some candy. I'm like, this is great. Yeah, fun. Oh, my gosh. What (laughs) is our declination? I'm sorry. Declination? What's that word? What does that even mean? Our declination? Yeah, I don't know what that means. Our declination, the magnetic declination, is the adjustment between magnetic north and true north, which varies where you are on the the continent and the earth, because there's two poles. There's the north pole. Well, I know where that. Santa lives. Thank you. Obviously, <laughs> come on, <laughs> come on. And then there's True North. Yes, right. So right. Our, our maps and our our, our maps mm-hmm. and our compasses. I thought you were going go to go south pole. Adjusted, <laughs> adjusted <laughs> to our so our compass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True North or magnetic. Correct. North. So yeah. our declination here is 16 degrees. So we have to adjust our compass to 16 degrees to get an accurate compass bearing mm-hmm. to magnetic north. 16. Huh. What? How did you throw that in? Where, how's that? Is that an Alaska trivia question? No, that would be a question on the uh, my oh, on your final review day. I just failed the final. See, I freaked out. No. And it. you're not. Oh, come on. You get some There's candy, nothing too. To the, oh, I love Here's it. a Laffy Taffy. <laughs> Alaska Taffy. Alaska Taffy. Okay. All right. So, did you know? Oh, here's interesting. So, the Tongass National Forest in Southeast Alaska is the largest national forest in the U.S., at 16.7 million acres. Wow. Okay. Right? That's just a statement. You're just like throwing just it out a, there. Well, I didn't. There's no question I, I, I involved. I was feeling bad. You're, yeah, I'm don't be putting me so in so many numbers, like, right? Gosh. <laughs> All right. Like, who look, wrote, who's the other guy? Bryce, he's dumb. This like, is a good one. Who wrote and recorded uh, w- the book John. is called. Oh, sorry. One Man's Wilderness. One Man. Who wrote and recorded? He, well, he was he did the video recording of it. Dick One Prennecke. man's Dick. Oh, what is his net last name? Dick Prennecke, I think is his I, name. I think I've heard of him. One. Uh, did he write One Man's Wilderness? <laughs> yeah. Just, was that a real question? Uh, no, I think just, I just said that. <laughs> messing with you. Oh, gotcha. Come on now. So it's the guy who goes Dick Prennecke. Prennecke. He goes to Alaska and he. Uh, goes there, he lives there for I don't know how many years, like over 40 years. Okay. He was a, I think he was a, a diesel mechanic or something like that. Oh. Mechanical engineer or something like that. You know, if I was a diesel mechanic, you know where I'd go? Alaska. Michigan. You know, they make a lot of cars there. It's like, oh, hey, I okay. mean, you know. Anyway. Yeah. But he wanted to go to Alaska. Okay. And so he went there and he homesteaded and he got some land. Mm-hmm. Because up until mid-80s, you could stake a claim and homestead in Alaska. Yeah, right. Right? Yeah. Now you can't. There's some great sites for government land auctions in, mm-hmm. in Alaska for hmm. both residents and non-residents. We'll Maybe we should buy that. a breaking camp homestead. Like, we could auction it off. Like, we, we can go have one. We could get some sponsors. Yes. And then we could get one, and then we could go up there and record, because now that we have this gear that runs <laughs> on batteries, yes. do it from anywhere. Anyway, Dick Prennecke went up to Alaska. Hand hewn, built all of his law, hand hewn his awesome. logs for his cabin, built it all. But he wrote a book called One Man's Wilderness. Mm-hmm. And he also recorded, he like would have a buddy fly in supplies mm. and drop things to him or seaplane and land and bring him batteries and staples and stuff like that. So he would film some of uh, all awesome. of basically like all of his stuff. That's awesome. Like he was a remote Alaska guy taking selfie videos. In the 70s and 80s, and they are amazing. It's a, there's the wildlife, there's the fish, there's the his gardens, his building his home. It's amazing. Okay, and it's, hold on. The, I saw a show, 
It's probably on like PBS when they're trying to sell you a membership and they would show clips of it and it's like some old guy. Was he married? Did he, did he get married? I don't think Do so. Do you know? Because there was a show recently, It was I can't remember what it was called, but it was like a BBC program where this old couple, same thing, he lived in Alaska, he, he uh, built a cabin, and then he gave it away because they were getting old. So they did this like reality TV show where it was like, um, like they were passing this thing along to whoever won, the, and they were selecting them. It wasn't like oh. they were compete; they were competing against each other. But ultimately, this couple was selecting who was going to get this. Interesting. I'm not aware. It's awesome. Not that guy. Okay, that's not who it is. No. Okay, because he. Okay, sounds so, very similar. Dick. Pernicky, One Man's Wilderness was the book published in 73. Oh, you said 73. (laughs) Published in 73, based upon the journals and photography of Dick Pernicky, who in 1968 retreated to the wilderness of Twin Lakes in Lake Clark National Park to build a home for himself and live alone in the wilderness. Okay. Pernicky says he turned his back on on tedious 50-hour work weeks and moved to Alaska to do a thing to completion. He built the cabin when he was 51 years old. And oh lived there gosh. for more than thirty years. Okay, think that. So I have through. the book. Great book. The videos are amazing. You oh get, my gosh! Check them out from the library. That's awesome. Maybe this would be a way that you could entice Amy to oh, yeah. see the enjoyment and and value. That's of a no brainer. Going to Alaska. To I homestay. think she'd be in. You think so? Yeah. Oh yeah. We could have like a socially distance uh, watch party. Yeah, she would just be like, you know what? I got to rethink this whole thing. We're moving. We're just going to go build a cabin. And, like, I mean, hey, I'm 44 right now. Like, please, I could do it. He he went there when he was 51. It might be a Lincoln Log cabin, but it would be a cabin. I'd yeah. build it. Anyway, so that's Dick Prenicky. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Dick Prenicky, One Man's Wilderness. If you're not familiar, check that out on the YouTubes or Yeah, whatever. right on. Okay, so Alaska does not have a lot of people. Third most populous state. Uh, in terms of people right. per uh, land, right? How are we doing? All right, we're at 30 what? minutes. Let's, we, should we start this? <laughs> yeah, let's start this, yeah. Okay, <clears throat> so I'm going to skip that one. So, But what? I'm going to skip the one on that. I was going to see right, third most populous state. Wyoming. Did, okay. you, did you know Wyoming is the, most pop, the least populous state? No, I did not. Yeah, Wyoming has a population of... I think it's 574,000 people. Really? The entire state of Wyoming. And they've got 5 million elk. 577,000 people. Hmm. City of Portland? Hmm. 654,000 people. I was going to say 750. So all the people that live yeah. in the city of Portland, mm. fewer people than that live in the And state Wyoming, Wyoming is a big state. Yeah. Wow. So- if Wyoming is too far, maybe, or if Alaska is too far, maybe you, know, you don't want to go there. Yeah, maybe Wyoming could be yeah. an option. It's closer. Huh. Have you been to Wyoming? Never. It's on my list. Yeah, at Jackson Hole and the whole mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, we had a trip there. We were going to go in spring, mm-hmm. and ended up rescheduling for another day. Here's a here's a fun fact. Um, I hope I don't mess this up. One of the jobs I worked. A while back in sales, I, I sold laser cut metal parts. Okay. And um, a guy, he makes spurs, like like boot spurs, right? And and those kinds like of things. Like to go out country line dancing or like for cowboys? F- well, all, right? Mm. 
Okay. He like his his stuff was super expensive, but he that's he lived back there. Yeah, in, in Wyoming. Wyoming. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. Um Tom, what the heck? I'm not, I'm, I I'm, it would have been cool if I remembered his name. Yeah. Um super like I talked to the guy a, a lot and you know, we would cut all these little star-shaped things and all kinds of little shapes for the actual like spinny part of the mm, spur, mm-hmm. right? And clovers and stars order all the 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 individual pieces ship them to him then he'd assemble them yeah yeah and then he would the straps that go around your boot and everything he would but you know obviously those would be laser cut and then he would form them in his shop and everything Hmm. Um, but just cool like unique business right marvel wyoming based business (laughs) yeah you're not gonna have many of those in portland not so much yeah um so alaska uh, Wild, rugged, vast. Tom Balding. Sorry, Tom Balding Woo, just popped into my head. Sorry, if, go. If you're if you're hearing this, Balding's on the palm, bits and spurs on the pod. Tom, send us an yeah. email. We'll shoot you a sticker. Yeah. Um, but also, I wanted to note that Alaska is quite progressive. You as, might not think so, as compared to. Well, here's for instance: in 1913, women in Alaska were granted the right to vote six years ahead of the 19th Amendment. Interesting. Because yeah. they didn't have any, or like, like there was no women up there. I don't know. I didn't oh, why read not? further into that, but I thought that that was a an interesting fact for Alaska. Huh? Good for you guys. That's yeah. awesome. Alaska also has the highest point in the continental U.S. or the entire U.S. North America. Do you know what uh, that uh, is? Is that McKinley? Mount McKinley, dude. AKA. I got one right. Uh, I know because I, I flew by it. Um, Oh, I'm blanking. Call, it was my college roommate's dog's name, if that helps. Oh, Dakota? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good guess, though. Um, um, I, I flew. I, it's a plane. We like went right, right outside, past it. Right outside of Talkeetna. It's the launch pad town. Talkeetna is a super cool town. You know, like help sisters in 1912. Sisters, Oregon? It, it, it's what I imagine sisters look oh. like in 1912. Talkeetna is a rad little town. Denali. Denali, that's Denali. it. Doggone it. But they I, also not only have the highest, they have the lowest point, mm-hmm. the Aleutian Trench, at 25,000 feet below sea level. Oh, okay. And that's all I know. Where the crabs are just huge, right? It's in the sea, right? Isn't it? You would think so. I don't know. Just Google that. Google it. This is what you get when you tell me not to Google things. It's a, uh, the uh, the trench that sounds like it's got to be an. It's ocean. an oceanic trench. See, along Ooh. a convergent plate boundary, Discovery Channel, which nerd. runs along the south southern coastline of Alaska and the Aleutian Islands. Yeah, how many feet below is a lot? Twenty five thousand. How in the world? Yeah. Like that's to the core. Okay. All right. Okay. I like this. This is so. Good. I think we maybe have uh, one or two more Alaska facts here. So the last. Alaska, the last homestead to be awarded under the Homestead Act was uh, issued in 1988. Okay. Wow. So there's like that TV show where those those bush people go and Alaska claim bush the people. land. I think they might just be squatting. Uh, okay. That doesn't sound like I, homesteading. I was into that show for a little bit, and then things got real weird with them. I don't know. I I'm out. I think they're I think they're total fakes. Did it get weird with them, or it just I think they got, I did the same thing. I watched it for a little bit, yeah. and I was like, "This is so weird." But I don't think that it got weirder. I just think that I 
<laughs> it grew on me how weird they were. I think, well, what I had, had started like hearing was people like, they are not, like what you're seeing is so um, manufactured. Sure. You know, it is not even close. They're not even as remote as it seems and, and all that kind of stuff. And so now I'm not going to take away the fact that they're living a homestead rough existence, right? But it the the way everything is edited makes yeah. it feel like they are literally in the middle of nowhere where it's like, I think people are saying, no, lots of people live like near them. Yeah. Like when they go down and they do the one where they barter. Yeah. They trade the d- cord of wood for some DVDs and <laughs> yeah. they go down the street for a chainsaw blade yeah. chain. And-, so, and like, cause they would always take a boat to like town. Right. Well, I didn't sound like that was very far at all. Yeah. So whatever. Anyway, that's, anyway. that's a whole nother thing, but. Alaska Bush people not recommend one one star. <laughs> I gave a one, gave star. A one star review. I'll mm-hmm. talk about it later. Okay, we'll get I, there. I, I really we gotta, I don't want to start the show. Last Alaska fact: the Yukon <laughs> River, mm-hmm. two thousand miles long, mm-hmm. third longest river in the U.S. How many rivers would you guess there are in Alaska? Oh my gosh, rivers! Honestly, rivers. probably as many as there are glaciers, if not more. Yeah. Not even close, huh? No. What? But there's I'm, still a lot. The rivers are letting me down. Yeah. 3,000 rivers in Alaska. Wow. That's crazy. How about how many lakes? A lot. A lot. Like 100,000. 3 million. <laughs> <laughs> 3 million lakes. 3 million lakes. <laughs> what is that? Anyway. Okay. So last Alaska fake. <laughs> okay. Last fake. Last <laughs> fake Alaska fact. Fake fact yes it is the liamna liamna <laughs> river lake how big the this is the largest lake in alaska okay lake ilamna encompasses yeah. how many square miles 200 1000 square mile <laughs> lake like i, I don't like, know where that compares with like lake michigan yeah or something but that's a pretty uh, big i lake, think that's so. smaller than lake michigan yeah, but is anyway that? i think so but I don't know. Anyway. Wow. So that's the thing about facts is they're debatable. <laughs> they're, they're, sometimes it turns out they actually aren't. <laughs> What's your source? <laughs> What's, well, yeah. you know, it's internet. Yeah, the internet. I, Google. I saw it on the internet. Yeah. It's, uh, it's so that's Alaska. Sure. Alaska Day, oh, although oof. I want to be Got considerate of the native people. Absolutely. And, and uh, just acknowledge the controversy in there and the accuracy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. You, you can't, it's like Chief Joseph said right like we went to chief joseph right in mm-hmm. that area yeah in the nor- no- northeast purse Nez Nez Pierce. Tribe. Yes. Nez Pierce, yeah i know this one so mountains and men i think is the book that i've been reading on our people and, and mm-hmm. chief joseph right the way he put it was you know the u.s the u.s government came to him mm-hmm. him his father and him and said sell us the land and they said no mm-hmm well, then the right. U.S. government went to the neighbor and said, can we buy this land from you? And he said, sure. Yeah. And then they're like, well, we, sold we their bought land. It. Yeah, we yeah. Bought, and they're like, no, 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 that's our land. So yeah. similar sort of thing. Like, yeah. can you really, if if th- th- those folks were there first and we acknowledge, right. you know, that I think we're, we're coming a long ways to um, start to recognize some of that stuff that's been yeah. generational. Right. Uh, that maybe we haven't acknowledged over time. So they make a very valid argument that you mm-hmm. can't sell something that, that is yours. not yours. <laughs> yeah. So Alaska facts. Awesome.
Welcome back to the Camp Cooler. Awesome. All right, man, if you are still with us, you must really uh, be our close. We, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully there's someone here. Thanks for being with us, Mom. Thank you. Thank you, Cora. I really appreciate you listening through all of my Alaska facts. Yeah. But she's used to this because I, we drive down the road and I'm just facts, facts, facts. Yeah, stuff, you're stuff, gonna stuff. be museum, museum. Can I pick up a flyer on that? What do you want to know? Let's I was do gonna it. say you are a walking museum. I, you know, thank so, you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's a compliment. I don't. I'm I know, not saying I, that I, as a I joke. Do. I understand it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Alaska. So that went a little longer than we expected. But now we're gonna move into the camp cooler because. Okay. Been sitting around for this long. What do we got here, Bryce? Okay. Today is a special camp cooler. Uh, and I have to say, um, we decide we have a beer we're drinking okay. uh, today, and we are we're selecting this one specifically be- because we were talking the other day. I had my uh, my fridge open in the shop, and you're like, "Hey," or no, you said, uh, "I really love uh, in the in the colder weather. I love a chewy, you know, stout porter, those kinds of things. Thick, thick beer." Like- Nyquil yeah. thick. Yes, but it's gotta be. And and you started describing this. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have the beer, you know. <laughs> and and these are these are beers that are fun to share. So today uh, we have uh, from Deschutes Brewery, the Abyss. The two thousand. Are you ready for this? This is from 2016. 2016. Whoa. Okay. Well, there's some debate. You know, drink it now or let it age. Yeah, and so I have a couple of other of their reserve beers. This is their reserve series um, that are old. There, and I think um, a lot of these huge beers like this, they'll they'll age a lot easier, a lot better. Yeah, right. But they do start to fade and lose their punch or whatever, you know, like their flavor, basically. Um, but this but one, if you if you if you keep them right and you store them in the correct temperature, which I have, they'll age pretty oh, yeah. well. So they, okay. they're fine. I don't think that. I don't know. I mean, it's debatable. It's not like like people will say, "Oh, this is a whatever fifteen year bottle of scotch," but I've had it for twenty years, and you're like, "Okay, it doesn't keep bottle aging." It, this is these are when you age sure. beer or age, I should say, whiskey. It, they're measuring it from the cask in the yeah, cask in the oak barrels. Once they bottle it, that stabilizes it, and it doesn't change much. Um, and I think beer changes more because mm-hmm. it's. Far less alcohol content, right? It's less yeah. stable, right? Well, but let's, let's find out. But here we go. So we're we gonna... got the abyss. What kind of a beer is this? Hold on. Oh, that was a good sound. That was good. Oh, come on. Give us a <laughs> five star rating for that the sound. Nice. All right. So this is, so you're pouring it. You got some, even, you even got some, we're, so we're splitting this little beer here, mm-hmm. and you even have some fancy glasses yeah. that yeah. we're drinking these in. I, I saw them, I was like, that's. It's like my mom's crystal. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. Pretty much. So, uh, you know, a beer like this deserves only the best glassware. Yeah. This thing is n- is just midnight dark. So um, so the reserve, uh, or the, so excuse me, the deep, abyss. dark imperial stout. There you go. Huh? That's what it is. It's an imperial stout. Um, I got the tasting notes here, let me tell you. So... Um, I love. I just. I'll just read what what Deschutes writes. Right. Can we try it, or do we want to? Can I have one of these glasses yeah, here? <clears throat> okay. And there's some more here in this bottle too. So let's um, get it away from the computers. <laughs> That's awfully wobbly. <clears throat> I got it. I'll, I'll manage. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> okay. 
So the uh, so what the sheet says about this is immeasurable depth and complexity, hints of molasses, licorice, mm. and other alluring flavors make it something not to just quaff or just to quaff, but contemplate. Can we even do this during a podcast? Yes, we can. I don't know. I mean, I might need to talk while you contemplate because I've contemplated a little bit while you were talking there. You oh, smell man. it. And... So obviously, right away, the molasses, you get it. Yeah, so back when I used to be, I was involved in some restaurants for a while, we would always get a keg of the abyss. And so it would be a big special uh, release. It would be oh. a, a big event. They'd give us these glasses. Yeah. We'd do a small pour, yeah. special event, bring people out. It was awesome. So I'm familiar with the abyss. Mm. <clears throat> Oh my gosh. Okay. So Okay, this is <clears throat> this is good. Um so I'm not I'm not getting the licorice yet. Okay, I'm get, definitely getting the molasses. Yeah. But in the <clears throat> in the malt bill to go beer geek on you. Okay. Uh, malt bill is what is the is what the, in, the the types of malts. Malts is the the barley part. Mm. All right. Um so two row pale Roasted barley, black barley, black malt, chocolate malt, and wheat. So that's what they have in this thing. Okay. Uh, your hops is Nugget, Cascade, and Delta. Um, this comes in at 11%. So this is a good mm. one to share with a buddy. Good one to split. Um, so, yeah. But uh, anyway, this is that's a special. Good. A special. Cheers, my Cheers. friend. Oh, we got to do Let's that. Clean. I mean, is that Get COVID there. approved? There it is. Yeah. Cheers. Small bubbles. Mm. That is good. You know, I, I maybe we'll just enjoy this while we talk about a couple. Of, so this is a perfect time of year yeah. to enjoy a beer like this because we're getting oh, yeah. into yeah. fall. It's fall, but we we got yep. some chance of a freeze and some snow. There's going to be snow coming mountain this weekend. Yep. So. Not here at our place, but yeah, definitely um, definitely soon. What are you at, like a close to I'm at about 800, feet? yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm at about 500, but I'm down a little closer to the river. Yeah. So town here is about a thousand, but yeah. we're just just down the road from Mount Hood. Yeah. So going to be some snow. It's going to get cold up there. It's going to snow a bit. That's going to be great. These this time of year is when you break out this kind of a beer winter warmer they call it. But you, know. you don't want to depend on it <laughs> to warm you because right. as we learned last episode, mm-hmm. alcohol and caffeine and diuretics it's a diuretic. are not actually they give you an illusion of warming. Yeah. But it's but not can, actually warming you. Can uh, get you a little closer to hypothermia. Yeah, nobody wants that. <clears throat> no. So, we're, yeah, we're coming up on winter. Any activities? What What's your favorite winter activity, Bryce? That's a tough question. I mean, I can jump back into some Alaska facts because I realize there's a whole bunch I forgot. <laughs> oh my gosh, please! Got, <laughs> do you know the, Let's the see land? What? This the state animal, the land mammal of Alaska. Wolf. Nope. Seal. Nope. Land moose. Mammal. Moose. There you go. <laughs> what about the tree? That's going to be the. Uh, uh, the. Uh, we can go over to sport know. if you think that's easier. No, State. that's dog sledding. Dog <clears throat> mushing. Mushing. <laughs> okay, no more last facts. <laughs> All right, last one. The motto, oh the state motto, north to the future. That's their motto? That's their motto. Hey, Alaska. You're not a fan. Come on. You can do better. What, what about the Oregon motto? Is that better? What's ours? The beaver state? I'm pretty sure it's she flies with her own wings. Oh, for crying out loud. Uh, who's coming up with these things? 
She flies with her own wings. Is Oregon's She motto? flies with her own wings. That's this correct. Is terrible. Yeah. That was adopted by the 1987 legislature. The phrase originated with Judge Jesse Quinn Thornton and was pictured on the territorial seal. In Let's Latin. talk about winter activities. Anyway, back to winter <laughs> activities. So you're, what are you looking forward to? Is dog? Okay. Dogs, not, I dog would, mushing? I would love to mush. 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 Yeah. Mushing? Hush. Mush. Mushing. Yeah. I would love that. I went, um, I went out to the Eagle Cap Extreme dog sled races last February. Really? This February. It feels okay. like years ago, but I outside will, of Joseph. I will awesome. say this. This is one thing that annoys me about dog sledders. Sledding. Not okay. sledders, but the dogs. Okay. Those who sled. They bark constantly. Oh, the dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I guess when they start getting out there and they're finally, like, you know, winded a bit. I mean, bit. they're kind of like in a kennel <clears throat> with... Hundreds of other dogs. They're basically on a chain. Yeah, like with a bunch. But I just, like, they're not trained, obviously, the way that, like, a... They're working dogs. Yeah. Yeah, they're not house pets. No, no, no. But, like, that, like, barking dogs over and over and over, and it's just like, hey, stop it, you know? But, anyway, that's just me. So I went Um, to the banquet after the dog sled race. It was awesome. It was actually really cool. Mm -hmm. It was a small town Mm -hmm. outside of Joseph. I was there in Enterprise for the banquet and, like, the community grange right oh yeah i want to buy a grange someday yeah that would be so cool i don't know how you do that i don't know if you can do it but those buildings are always kind of fun they're awesome yeah yeah Yeah, so that's one of my things okay winter sports so winter sports so you got an abyss all right um i one of my favorite winter sports is um well snowshoeing i like to snowshoe yeah snowshoeing's great uh used to ski a bunch and um actually that was our first date me and amy um we Together, have not skied since. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah. Neither of you has skied, or I together have, you have not. We okay. have not skied together. I've skied. She has not. Okay. Since then, um, so and she is or was or I don't know was a good skier. You know, she yeah. skied quite a bit growing up, and um, so I do like skiing. I just haven't done it forever, and I snowboard for a while, and I was like, I it's, just didn't like it's it. It's too. There's too many people out there for me. So yeah, I snowboarded some and. Lived in Bend and did it here and mm-hmm. gone up to the mountain a couple times in the past yeah. 15 years, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, we had a cool experience a couple of years. A few years ago, we went over to Austria and did like a ski oh. snowboard week Bible camp sort of a deal. That would be fun. Rad. And to be in the Austrian Alps and take a train from yeah. Munich to where I can't remember the name of the town where we're. You can make it up, and I'd believe you. Yeah, but we did. Well, how about this one? Salzburg. We went to Salzburg. Salzburg. So that yeah. was cool. But I like. But the thing about downhill skiing and ski lifts and all that mm-hmm. stuff is that everybody's in such a hurry to get down the hill, and I'm just la da 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 da. Look mm-hmm. at the trees. Shocker. Right. It's like, is there a museum up here? <laughs> well, sure. Let's stop and have a snack. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is a great viewpoint. Uh-huh. I love it. But everybody, everywhere you turn, so it's it's yeah. just too quick of a pace. A speed junkie thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that. when I was a kid and, and, you know, falling down didn't hurt quite so bad, uh, yeah. you know, we were like, we like to jump and do all the tricks and stuff like that. So I wasn't into speed. Every once in a while you'd do like, you know, a longer run where you're trying to go fast or whatever. Yeah. But our thing was getting air. You know, that was fun. Big air. Get a tail grab. Yeah, daffy, you know. I'm not whatever. I'm those. not as flexible and <laughs> <No>. <laughs> don't bounce back as quickly anymore. Nope. 
No. And that was the thing for me uh, back in the day when I was learned snowboarding. I learned how to do it. I figured it out. I was frustrated that I couldn't go as fast or as good as I could skiing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so then I started kind of pushing it. Well, then you learn very quickly what happens when you catch your edge of a snowboard. Oh, that's not fun. Uh, boy, I went four times and sold my stuff. Because I was like, at that oh, time, I worked for myself. Okay. I was self-employed. Yeah. So um, used my hands in my yeah. work. And I'm like, yeah, I can't. I can't do this. No. I'll be, I I'll think be. that's part of it, too, is the, yeah. the risk, risk reward. Risk reward analysis for me is just yeah. not worth it. But I do love what you were talking about, like snowshoeing. Yeah. Love. I, got to, I, I went cross-country skiing mm-hmm. for the second time. I went when I was about eight. I think uh, I've been a hand, not quite a handful. But I went three. last year and loved it. Yeah. Ended up getting some cross-country skis at a garage no off of facebook marketplace or craigslist or something like that but smoking deal yeah this lady older gal got them one time had her hips replaced we're sitting in the garage for probably 25 years oh wow so picked them up got some boots cool good to go love that so i'm looking forward to doing that this winter so awesome there's a winter activity i've done once that i want to do again okay i didn't i don't ice fishing yep that's it yeah, because we went uh, with my brother-in-law's bachelor party. Uh, we went to, I don't even remember the name of Lake Diamond Lake, maybe? I don't know. It's it's out in central Oregon, like yeah. way past yeah. Bend. Is it Diamond? I Probably. Yeah. There's Diamond Lake over there. Uh, beautiful place, right? Now, that was so much fun. Just a bunch of guys, a couple cabins, and um, we did the ice fishing thing. There is a phenomenon on a frozen lake where the ice, the cracks will start to like, you'll hear it. Like, Mm. and it is the freakiest thing because the ice is constantly shifting, moving, warming up, cooling down, right? Yeah. We talked to the people at the lodge because none of us had ever done this kind of stuff before. I'd never been on a frozen lake other than like a pond, you know, that you're like, should we actually be on this, you know? Yeah. And so this stuff, this ice was over a foot thick. So we were definitely fine, right? But dude, that is the eeriest thing because like it would be daytime. And so as the the sun wasn't really out, it was overcast, but you know, it warms up the ice. And so it starts, you hear these things going across the lake. Mm. Super freaky. Yeah, um, I did. I did it one time outside of Denver. Mm-hmm. Went down there and stayed with a buddy who lives down there, and we went and did it. And it was cool. Beautiful weather. Super thick ice. Yeah, awesome. I, I was up at Trillium Lake a few years ago. Snow snow camping. Yeah, early season snow camping, and there were people out there ice fishing. I don't know if my what? preferred time of year to go ice fishing would be early. Never. Season. <laughs> Like I'm no. in the deepest freeze, I'll go give it a shot. On, but it's super fun. On Trillium? Yeah, on Trillium. Can you believe that? No. They have one of those like inflatable or just sort of set up sort of ice fishing huts right out there on Trillium. You couldn't pay me enough to do that. No way does it get that cold on Mount Hood. No way. Oh, yeah, it does. Plenty. It's fine. I just don't know if I would do it early season. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. We'll have to talk about that. that okay. Maybe that'd be a thing. Ice fishing. So we've been talking about, yeah, some activities we're mm. going to do, ice fishing. I proposed a new one, uh, something that I thought might be fun uh, the other day to you, and we haven't talked about it since. So What? I, might, I don't remember. Duck hunting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so That's I've been right. Du- I've been duck hunting. Mm-hmm. So have been I. Du- you've been I duck hunting. Mm-hmm. I've only been to like a, a duck hunting club. Where it's on private land, yeah. and, it, and the dog's there, and everybody knows, and the blinds are all set up. I thought it would be fun yeah. to give it a go on some public lands. 
Nope. Uh, so, no. <laughs> so no, it's not fun or not going to do that. Uh, I would. I wouldn't. Okay. Love bird hunting. Uh, how do I? How do I sum this up? So I've done duck hunting. Uh, I have shot a duck. Uh, <laughs> did you hear that? I have shot a duck. <laughs> it was not successful when you think about all the work that you put into it and how early you got to get up and all this kind of stuff. The, the like to me, uh, we're around here in in the Portland area. You know, we we don't have a bunch of places to go. It's mainly Savi's Island. There's a couple other like places you can go around mm-hmm. the Willamette and Columbia and stuff, but. We, we have these puddle ducks, and they, they pretty much eat, like, the muddy grass. Like, it's I've heard they don't taste great, you know. Mm, so I liked it. The more, you ate yours? Yeah, we ate them. We made a stew. Okay. So stew. I, I've never had stewed duck. I had duck at Timberline Lodge. Stewed, yeah. It has to be prepped, prepped right and yeah. long cooked and broken down. Okay, right? so maybe so it's that's not meaty the thing. and gamey. Yeah, because I had it at a restaurant and it was like super gamey. Okay. I'm like, this doesn't even taste that good. I also made duck jerky out of it. I smoked it. Oh, okay. I'd try that. That was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but, so you went before. Yeah, we went great. before. And it was just like the guy I went with didn't really, I don't think he was super experienced. Yeah. Uh, he talked a big game, but like we didn't, I don't know. And a part of it is yeah. like public lands, you know, you're probably not getting the best property or whatever. So. I heard a lot of gunshots going off around us. I just we didn't get a lot of opportunity, so yeah. I don't know. It, it's one of those things where I would do it, but in Oregon, it's pretty miserable. You know the weather that you duck hunt in, mm-hmm. wet, wet, wet. The time you got to be up or oh, out yeah. there early. Yeah, end of day. I've just always, uh, I haven't had a dog, mm-hmm. so it's been you know you got. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not swimming out there to go get the dogs. No, right? and we took my dog once or a couple times. Yeah, yeah. And he was shivering his butt off. Mm. He was just like cold, cold, cold. So I confirmed access to a dog. Yeah. Of course, roommate has a mm-hmm. nine, ten-year-old, eight, nine, ten-year-old yellow lab trained as a bird dog. Mm-hmm. But I asked her, I said, hey, if you ever take the dog and go, do you go? Yeah. And she's like, no, too many activities. I'm like, well, maybe I can take your dog. And she's like, I, "He would, she would love it. Yeah. Dude. So I got the dog. Because that's what I want to do is go out on the public lands and learn how to do it. But I think for me, it wouldn't necessarily be about the ducks or how many you get or what comes out of it. But I enjoy that process mm-hmm. of activity, learning, yeah, working through the the what works, trying it a few times, getting better at it. Right. Right. Well, enjoy there's nothing that. cooler than seeing dogs that are are hunting dogs do their job, like know their job, do their job. They get incredible satisfaction out of it. Um, you know, it's all they want to do is what they're trained to do. Yeah. Um, and seeing, seeing a, a good bird dog do it, you know, do their thing is incredible. Mm. Uh, I really enjoy upland bird hunting. And so for me, it's like, man, I'd, I'd prefer to do that. But you know, here we don't really have upland hunting at all. Yeah. Uh, you gotta go pretty, pretty far East in Oregon to, S- to get that. As I whistle into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> so ODF&W has a podcast that they just started not too long ago. And one of their recent episodes was about waterfowl hunting in Oregon. Oh, yeah. Super cool to kind of get some insight there. The types of bird from the ODFW wildlife biologists, mm-hmm. right? I just wanted to breaking news. What's the breaking news? I just got a text message. Right, the second. It says, confirmed, we are getting a dog. <gasps> no way. Yeah. Okay, shift topics. This is <laughs> awesome. 
So we're getting the dog. So Cora, um, my girlfriend, Cora, who was on a previous episode yeah. when your wife was on. The when beach we episode. Down at the beach. Yeah. Bonus from the beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, used to work at a school for students oh, with man. autism, and each year they would have a uh, uh, an auction. And it would yeah. be something that, fundraiser for the school that yeah. they would go and do. And well, through, I don't know, all of the details or how much is divulgeable, but uh, one of the, one of uh, someone she knew um, bid on one of these dogs for her because oh. she watches their dog uh-huh. and they were looking yeah. to make a donation for the, to the school. Cora works with their, their, their family, right. watches the dog and works with some of their kids. And so, uh, I just got the text now. Confirmed, we are getting a dog. So I'm gonna. This may be edited out, but it may. <laughs> Wait, not I have be. a question. So yeah. is this the same dog that we were talking about at the beach that she was on the interview about? No, was that was one? we. Well, we were looking for uh, specifically. We were looking for uh, a rescue dog. Yeah, right. You know, and we've been looking for a while, and we were paying attention to some of the dogs mm-hmm. available. She had gone through some interview with one of them this was one out of texas that came up because apparently there's a lot of rescue dogs from other areas that'll come up here because we have uh, apparently some areas are more um inclined to adopt rescue dogs some areas like yeah some areas might have way too many i think here in this area it's like a challenge to get a rescue dog because so many people want Mm. understand the value of there's plenty of dogs Let's take care of a dog that yeah. you know doesn't have a home or isn't like in Wyoming. Got another situation. <laughs> this is how you mean? Maybe. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Just trying to come full circle. Yes. I don't know. And wh- <laughs> so, so we were looking for a rescue dog, and uh, she had done some interview, and we were looking forward to that. And I joined in on. One of those didn't end up getting that dog, so we were still hmm. looking. And then this came up. We were only just talking about it, not even as a real thing. Yeah, thinking it was a possibility, and I was like, "Well, maybe we bid on it." But Do you it's a- not only a dog from like a, a, a certified dog place, right? Yeah. But it's an auction for a nonprofit. Oh, that's cool. So the cool. price is super high. Oh. more than oh more than I would be able to afford on my podcast salary. Well. <laughs> Uh, reference our Patreon page. <laughs> Help us buy breaking dogs. Cam- Patreon.com slash Breaking Camp. Do you know how much I paid for my dog? I have a golden retriever. Okay. Thousand bucks. Wow. Thousand yeah. bucks. That's so, from a, like it's a purebred dog. You yeah. got it from a place. Yeah. yeah. And and this is not a puppy mill. This is not a, this is a, a lady yeah. who um, responsibly breeds goldens, right? Yeah. Dude, my first golden, three hundred dollars from a real from a breeder from a same similar situation like a family that it was they were hobby breeders because I don't mm-hmm. like puppy mills I won't support them sure. I research the places I get dogs from and um, and so I usually find these kinds of places right um, but we're talking two dogs here mm. three hundred to a thousand how many years difference was that like like fourteen years. So like or uh he he was 11 it was two, 13 years later. So inflation and cost That's of doing business. And, ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. I so think I, I was generously giving okay I'll probably double, right? Like let's go 600, right? Yeah. Nope. You can't unless you unless you adopt or unless you, you know, look go through other things. Yeah. And again, I fully embrace the fact that I do like uh specific breeds of dogs, you know? And so and it's not because of like 
the pureness of it. I just like I like how a breed is. It looks a certain way, or it, you know, acts a certain way. I like uh, mixes for personality or for mm. you know companion you know reasons. But yeah. it's like a golden is a great companion, you know. And I mean, they're the nicest dogs on the planet. Um, but anyway, all that to say, uh, I really love. I'm I'm kind of like racist when it comes to dogs. <laughs> Like it's terrible. Speciesist. It's speciesist. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's awful. Breedsist. Hmm, breedist. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I just I like specific colors or looks or the reason they were bred for a you know a use or a reason you know, and um, but I will say eating my own, own words, some of the best dogs I've ever known have been mixed breeds, uh, a lot of rescues, and you just like these dogs are kind and sweet and you're just showing me a picture right now and it is so cute <laughs> so uh, so that is so yellow lab it's a champagne lab oh technically wow this is like a boutique breed i guess i did a champagne lab pinky champagne up when you say its name let's name this thing right now well it has a name i don't know if no, I can say we're it gonna name it it already has a name oh you what is it because it's fostering <laughs> it's like protected hipaa what? You can't say the name. We'll call him. Well, I don't know if it's actually what we have pretty much decided, but we're okay. I'm gonna. I'll be your. I'll be your third party. Okay. Okay. Champagne Lab. Okay. Um, Now, hadn't we named the previous dog that was a possibility? Yes. And what was that one? Joey. Joey. That's right. Okay. For Joseph. All right. <laughs> I I can't I got nothing. I don't know. Like I I can't divulge. Give me a first letter. I I, I don't know. I You can't divulge. I... Like by the time this all happens, will this not be a done thing? A done deal? I I it's a, I got a dex right here confirmed. See? It's We're done. getting a dog. But it's like but I mean here's the, the no, wait 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 wait. Here's the deal. You're you're a dad. Oh. I know where you're going with this. <laughs> so you're, right, so like you may have talked about ideas for your kids. Names. You're not even giving me the sex of the dog. <laughs> you're not. <laughs> Are you, you guys having a reveal party? Like what? Again, coming off the re- long, been a long day. Hey, it's fine. Huh? It some days it's are fine. longer yeah. than others. It's okay. So yes, we have a name, but like with your children, right? You may have discussed oh, yeah. names, yeah. but like they may have changed. So like. Two, we're not getting into dog until November. So a month Oof. before you had your children, you may have had an idea of the name, but it may have changed. So you don't want to be going out telling, again, tens of people. Yeah. Have you met Amy, by the way? Yeah. Yeah, we knew the name. Yeah, yeah it, was, oh. it, was, it was a done deal. Okay. Yeah, so the cool one of the cool things about, uh, so I've, I've... So I'll just go ahead and the name is Beep. <laughs> That is a long name. So when you sit, when the dog's in trouble, that's a long name to get out. Just so you know, get, get well, that's his full it. name. Only when it's in trouble. When it's in trouble, to by that. Oh yeah, exactly. We have shortened versions. Everything's gonna be like beep 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 beep. Yeah. Hey beep. Morse you know? code. Yeah, that'll be like the like beep. Yeah, yeah. that a boy. So anyway, oh, I said don't... boy. I don't know if I gave it away. Or I don't. Not, but anyway. I, I let me see I the picture again. Confirm. Let me see. Let's put this picture on Instagram. Can we do that? I'm gonna have to do some double checking. Okay, I'm gonna look at the head of this dog. Okay. Okay. 
All right, I'm just gonna say that this is a girl dog. All right. Okay. And um, this girl's dog, girl dog's name is going to be. It's got to be something outdoorsy. I'm gonna guess. Oh yeah, you're correct. Mm-hmm. All right. Whoa. Oh, you just took a picture. <laughs> a screenshot. All right. <clears throat> so outdoorsy name, girl dog, Champagne Lab, uh, Glacier. Oh, that's not bad. Not a bad name, right? Don't say this one. Okay, I won't say it out loud. Won't say it out. Oh, <laughs> is that really the yeah. name? Okay, you got to change that. I'm just going to say. Like, how do we include our listeners in this? Well, if you have a name for a dog. Now I feel like we're just, I feel like now this is like Joe Rogan and we're just here for build up. hours and hours. We're just talking and yeah. rambling. Love it. So, but yeah, so that's exciting news. I'm excited. We've been talking about that because we've been talking about getting a dog, but it'll be yep. great to get this mm-hmm. type of dog. And we were going back and forth on the puppy, no puppy. I mean, a puppy's a, that's a commitment and a challenge, right? Mm-hmm. As you know. Mm-hmm. So our, our thought never was to get a puppy. We were going rescue and looking at some options and different yeah. breeds and types and places. Yeah. And then I think this thing, more than anything, just became an opportunity that was too good to pass up. So. And this is a young dog. It's a puppy. Yeah. So yeah. it's at the breeder still now. Yeah. And so we'll be able to get it in so November. My, my so opinion, I've been reading puppy books. Yes. Very good. Uh, I have some books I'll share with you later. Perfect. Um, so my opinion is... Uh, just my opinion, folks. Okay. Uh, puppies are, it's the best way to get a dog because yeah. you can really assure the training and you can train the dog your way, whatever that is, right? A lot of people, most people I would say are terrible dog trainers. And I'm I'm not saying that I'm the best in the world, but yeah. there are some things that like basic obedience is absolutely essential, right? And sometimes you get dogs with like weird things. And so if they're one, two, three years old and you adopt them, they can have trauma from other situations and and like it can really affect that. So anyway, but I think a basic obedience, any dog can be trained on that no matter when. Yeah. Yeah. Positive reinforcement. You're good. What's the the dog whisperer guy? Caesar Milan. Yeah. We'll have him over. Dude. All you, what I will say this. I tried, so my first dog, we learned on. Sorry, Baker. You're like, best dog ever, but you are a <laughs> guinea pig, right? Uh, Deacon, uh, I tried a thing, and here's here's what you need. That sounds like a shotgun. Yep. Immediate. Oh, not a when a, yeah, like, no, okay. like shishing, but like, yeah. dude, that's a weird sound to a dog for some reason, and it kind of hmm. interrupts their, they're like, Okay. Instead of when they hear the word no a lot, they ignore it just like kids do. Yeah. Well, that's anyway. going to be dog talk for today. We got winter sports. Uh, we got, thank you. We're, We're going to start here. We're going to start. We're going to thank Deschutes for the 2016 Abyss Imperial Stout. Yeah. Uh,. Let us know. Are you listening? Are you still here? If you made Nobody's it through, <laughs> if you Nobody. made it through yeah. Alaska Facts, and you made it through <laughs> winter sports, and dog you made it through skiing, dog training, all this, <laughs> I, thank you. We will. We want to send you a sticker. So yeah, give us a ring. The phone number here. What? what 
Mm-hmm. Guess the dog's name. Maybe if you guess the dog's name, you'll get I don't two know. stickers. Something. <laughs> two stickers. We also have that prize from that first episode we never gave away. Yeah, that outside, one so remains you gotta to be pick seen. that one up. Um But anyway, so let's just kind of call it here. Thanks for listening. We want to thank producer Chad. Thanks, Chad. Doing uh the tech work. Um, appreciate all of that editing that he does. Send us an email, breakingcamppodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at Breaking Camp Podcast. Uh, if you enjoy the show and random facts about museums and location, uh, hey, maybe you want us to, to feature another state Ooh, on our facts hey yeah. uh, list. So let us know. B- Delaware. Museums in, we should visit. I'm in Delaware, right? Museums. <laughs> got a got a favorite local museum? Let <laughs> us know. Send us an email. If you've enjoyed the show, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Uh, tell somebody about it, right? Post it up. Wherever you post a thing, just tell somebody. Right? Yeah. Just be like, Share it. hey, I listen to these guys talk about random stuff for way too long. It's fun. You might laugh. If we make your day or time doing something else a little better, because you don't have to sit down to listen to a podcast. No. We're glad it's we could like be with you. sit down and watch the evening news. On one episode for four commutes. You could be like, driving somewhere. Awesome. <laughs> you could drive somewhere. You could be doing yard work. Yeah. Right? Yeah, if you love it, tell somebody. So that is what we got for today. Thanks for listening. I See got... ya. Go have fun. Oh, oh, one more thing, Bryce. What? <laughs>